Deuteronomy chapter, chapter 7. Uh, we've been talking about the enemies, the enemies of God. Uh, I'm not going to review much here. If I kind of catch you off guard, go back and, and download some of the uh, last two or three um, sermons from Wednesday night. We're talk- Let me just read chapter, Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 1. Let's go back there. When the Lord your God brings you into the land which you go to possess and has cast out many nations before you, the Hittites, the Gergesites, the Amorites, the Canaanites, Perizzites, the Hivites, the Jebusites, seven nations greater and mightier than you, and when the Lord your God delivers them over to you, you shall conquer and utterly destroy them. You shall make no other covenant with them, nor show mercy to them. Um, I'm going to review just for a second. We, we started this whole series saying that all Scripture is there for our benefit. Okay, so what do we do with this from the Old Testament, all these ites? Well, if you go and you start to do some research from the Greek and the Hebrew um, of these words, of these ites, you will start to see some definitions or some qualities, um, some characteristics of these names. You know it says in Scripture that a, a good name is, is far more valuable than rubies? Do you know your name has meaning? Even though your parents may not have had a clue of why they named you that, there was a reason why you were named that. God's that good. Um, my name is Paul. And I don't, I don't know if, you, if anybody knows what Paul means, but Paul means small. <laughs> Great. Thank, thanks a lot, God. It means, it means humble. Well, that's good. I don't know what you said, Steve, but I don't think I want to know. <laughs> like you, I'm going to have selective hearing right there, and I didn't hear that one. He's my guitar player, and he can't hear half the time, or he only hears what he wants to hear. How, how many of you do that? How many of you have selective hearing? Even with God, we do that. Oh, man. The Lord, it says here that these enemies that we are fighting against. Now, again, to get perspective, the children of Israel have been delivered from Egypt. They, are now, they have now been promised the promised land. They've been there 40 years in the desert, and they're about to go take the land. It says that the Lord has given these enemies to them. I have delivered you from these, but now we got to go take them. we got to go conquer them. And it says, do, annihilate them. Do not let them live. Do not cohabitate with them. Do not marry with them. Get rid of them. So, start to do a study on, let's say, the first one, the Hittite. The Hittite uh, was fear and dread. It's not a spirit of fear. It is using anger and it's using anger and fear tactics in order to get people to do what you want. This is not what someone else is doing. This is for you to say, am I, bad? Am I, am I doing this? And you're going to see from a few of these, these are not hereditary. You weren't born with it and you're just stuck with it. No, these are things that should not be there. And uh, I will tell you as a man, fear and dread, I have used this I am, I am bigger than my wife. I am bigger than my children. And sometimes instead of just using wisdom and love, I use anger and try to put fear in them to get what I want done. And it's wrong. Now, sometimes it happens in a moment, but if you have kind of, if this is how you are all the time, you are probably battling one of these, this enemy. 
men. Don't, don't be full of pride and not be able to say, you know what, I may have an anger problem. I have. I have had an anger problem, and I have to fight it. I don't, I don't really necessarily that much anymore, but it, it will come back on me if I will let it. I wish it was dead and gone. Jesus is going to come back, and when he does, we're going to have total victory. But until then, Satan is still in the earth, and we're still having to battle him. But the great thing is, the Lord has delivered him to us. Satan has been put under our feet. The God of peace has placed Satan under our feet. Ours. Not just his, under ours. You know, I've never seen this. I don't know that I want to say this out loud. I haven't even processed this, but I'm going to anyway. Because I have Christ in me, that places Satan under me. It's Christ in me. It's not me, it's Christ in me. It is me, but it's Christ in me, and Satan's under that. That may not mean anything to you, you may have thought of that before, but I never have. I've always said that God of peace has put Satan under my feet. Well, it's because Christ is in me and everything. I move over to the greater side because I've got Christ in me. Well, I needed that. I don't know about you. All right. Next was the Gergeshite. And the Gergeshite meant dense or thick. But what this is, is this is a spirit that is keeping you from comprehending. Have you ever had a time where you're trying to read the Word of God and you're just not getting anything from it? You can't seem to get that, that click, that light to go off. And it's not hereditary. Now, maybe you have, you have agreed to it being hereditary because people have told you you're dumb. But I want you to know that goes completely against God's word. When you receive Christ, it says that we are given his spirit and that we have the mind of Christ. That he, God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. He has given me the mind of Christ. I have the ability to learn. But there may be an enemy that is trying to hold that back. I can tell you when I started reading the one-year Bible for the first time, it took a while before I could get through it. I believe I had this enemy trying to keep me from it. But eventually, the Word and the Spirit drove it off. I didn't even have to do it. I didn't even have to know it. I just had to know God. Okay, tonight, I'm only going to do one. I planned on two, but we'll do one. The Amorite. The Amorite, you go and look it up in the Greek, um, or in the Hebrew, uh, in the Strong's Concordance, number 567, 559. I encourage you, go get, it, go, get your, uh, go get on the internet, go to a Strong's Concordance and look this stuff up. It means to speak words eloquently, to certify oneself, to consider self first, to emulate or find fault in others in order to promote oneself. This is a spirit, this is an enemy of pride that wants to put self first. And I want you to know, to some level, we all deal with this. Some more than others. 
The revelation of this enemy deals with publicity, prominence, self-promotion. Amorites know how to use their words to promote themselves. They desire to be noticed, recognized, and acknowledged everywhere they go. Now, what the enemy's going to want to do is help you identify everybody else that has this. Do not do that. Your ability to get set free is not based on who you can identify that has these enemies. It's you identifying what enemies you have and taking the Spirit of God, taking the Word of God, taking the power of God and getting them out. And I believe it can be just as easy as you speaking to it to go. But you have to identify it. An alcoholic has to identify that they are an alcoholic before they can ever get better. And I would highly consider um, you all with some of these or with all of these to maybe think, you know what, maybe I do have a little bit of that. Let's just go ahead and clean house. Do you guys do spring cleaning in the spring? You know what, you should do that with your heart. Why not? Why not have a good blood of, blood of Jesus cleansing? You know, David prayed, create in me a clean heart. David, a man after God's own heart that knew the word, that knew God, that sat before God, broke all the rules and sat before God, came into the city dancing and leaping, and he said, create in me a clean heart. Why? Because it can get dirty. And this may be it. Man, we miss it so much because of pride. Someone that is battling this enemy seeks preeminence or the first place. They will publish or report rumors against others in order to get approval, acceptance, or respect. They want to be great. They desire fame, glory, power, recognition, prominence, authority, position, and titles. Do you know who was the king of this? Satan. And it caused him to be cast out. God gives grace to the humble. Exalt yourself and you're going to be humbled. Humble yourself and you'll be exalted. Scripture says you want to be first, be last. It is a backwards way of thinking, but I know, I know we all know people that, can, that will climb the ladder and do anything it takes in order to get there. But the question is, how do you do it? Do you ever do this? And let me tell you, I've done that. I've done things to try to make me look good. All of the enemies that I've dealt with through the years, this one is one of the most powerful. The Amorite is often pre present with performers, athletes, actors, ministers, and politicians. Any endeavor that leads itself to a person marketing themselves is, is susceptible to the help of an Amorite. 
Jesus said in John 5:43, I have come in my Father's name, and you do not receive me. If another comes in his own name, him you will receive. I have come in my Father's name, and you do not receive me. If another comes in his own name, him you will receive. A child of God never seeks to build his own kingdom. Instead, he is constantly removing the crowns that the world gives him and laying them at the Lord's feet to build the kingdom of God. This is such a tricky thing, especially in the line of work of the church. Because good things happen and men want to grab hold of it. And we can't. It's God. It's It's God through you. But how much the Lord desires. And if you watch Jesus, Jesus always gave glory to the Father. He always gave glory to the Father, never to himself. Jesus. And the awesome thing about it is you may think, man, I'll never get anywhere doing that. Let me encourage you, try doing God's word and let him exalt you. I would encourage you this, prove God wrong. Give God a chance to prove himself faithful because he will. Try God's way. He will not fail you. And it's normal to question and to worry and to think, I don't know, that's a risk. Yes, it's a risk. But he's trustworthy. And what he has for you is far better than what you could even think up. You can't even think big enough. And he can meet your needs in a way that it could never be met by the world. Pride. On the other hand, a people with an Amorite spirit are skilled in using their words to make people desire what they have. They will say that they never ask to be treated any differently than others in the congregation, but the Amorite within them is always subtly prompting those around them to give them a crown. Jesus was such a man, such a son of God, that he fled when people tried to make him a king. He sought the, he sought the praise that, that came from God alone. This desire for prominence is a mystery of iniquity that must be revealed by the Lord so that they can be free. Mark chapter 9 verse 34 says, But they kept silent, for on the road they had disputed among themselves who would be the greatest. And he sat down, called the twelve, and said to them, If anyone desires to be first, he shall be last of all and servant of all. Matthew 23, 5 says, But all their works they do to be seen by men. They make their phylacteries broad and enlarge the borders of their garments. They love the best places at the feast, the best seats in the synagogues, greetings in the marketplaces, and to be called by men, Rabbi, Rabbi. But you do not be called Rabbi, for one is your teacher, the Christ, and you are all brethren. Luke 14, 11, for whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. Just want to ask you, is pride 
is there the possibility of, a, of, a, of an enemy of pride to be in you? And I want to encourage you because it says all have fallen short of God's glory. We've all fallen short. But repentance is a gift. And we don't need to miss that gift. Will you guys just pray with me? I'm just going to close. We're just going to pray together. And I just ask you right now just to command this enemy to go. Father, in Jesus' name, I just command in my own heart that this Amorite be dead, would die right here on the battlefield tonight. I fight you, Amorite, with the Word of God, and you do not have the right to be in my heart. You lost that right when I received Jesus Christ. He paid the price for my heart. He paid the price for my victory. He paid the price for pride to not win over me. And I command you, pride, to be gone in Jesus' name. Over this church body, I command you, pride, to be gone. In this church, I command that this Amorite not take up residence here, but die tonight. And that, Lord, we give you all the glory and the honor. And, Lord, I just ask you, according to your word, as we give you glory and as we, as we turn away um, um, inappropriate glory and praise, that, Lord, you would exalt us. Lord, it's your, it's your word that, that we should expect to be exalted by you if we come in humbly and we handle ourselves righteously. We should expect you to come into our corner. And, Lord, I just ask right now that you, that we would come humbly before you and that you would exalt us. Exalt the children of God. Thank you, Lord. Make a way for us in our jobs. Make a way for us with our finances. Make a way for us in our marriages. That, Lord, if we would come humbly into our marriages according to the word of God, you would exalt our marriages. Our marriages would be great. Our children, our families would be great. Because you, you do the exalting. Thank you, Lord. I thank you for victory. I thank you for victory over our hearts. And Lord, I just pray for the rest of this week just to be great. That we could identify this spirit wanting to come back on us, this gurgishite of a, of a thick, unable to receive. Lord, I'm going to receive. I'm going to learn. Because Holy Spirit, you said that you are the teacher. And I have you, Holy Spirit. Teach me. I thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now just bless us. Bless our church. All those that we prayed for tonight, I just pray for a miracle. Just pray for our church. Help us to be the church. Help us to love and to meet the needs of the hurting of our city. Help us to honor you and to glorify you in our hearts and in our lives and in our words. Help us to seek after you and find you. And Lord, as we go to battle, we go to battle with, with you. You're with us. And if you're with us, who could be against us? Thank you, Lord. Bless your holy name. Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Y'all have a great week. We'll see you Sunday morning.